This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Elon Musk isn't going to get away from not buying Twitter that easily. Here's the latest in what is shaping up to be an ugly fight between the two. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss this is our resident social media expert, Queenie Wong. Welcome, Queenie. Thank you for having me. So let's start with last Friday when Elon Musk decided he didn't want to buy Twitter. What happened there? Well, it's it wasn't a big surprise because Elon Musk has been, you know, Twitter has always sort of been a place to kind of share your inner thoughts. And Elon Musk has been complaining about the fact that He hasn't been able to verify whether or not fewer than 5% of Twitter's more than 200 million daily users are spam or fake accounts. And he's been using that as a way to sort of weasel out of the deal. So in the letter he sent on Friday, he basically said that Twitter had breached the merger agreement Mm -hmm. and they made false and misleading um, statements about their um, DAUs, which is an important metric because um, Twitter makes most of its money from advertising. So the more users you have, the more, you know, adver- it would be enticing to advertisers because they could see the audience for seeing an ad could be larger. Or maybe they could target more of the type of people they wanted to target. Mm-hmm. And so Musk has been making this case that this number is an important part of understanding Twitter's business and that they won't give him like the information he wants. And there's like a section in the contract that says they're supposed to provide information to him. And he also made other claims that um, Twitter had fired some key executives and laid off people since they had agreed to the deal and that violated another part of the agreement to Mm. conduct an ordinary course of business. So in a nutshell, he's trying to make the case that he didn't get what he wanted when he signed up for the deal. And there's a lot of questions about the, the financial prospects of Twitter that he's worried about, but Twitter obviously disagrees. Yeah, Twitter Twitter responded uh, yesterday officially uh, with with a lawsuit. Talk talk about what happened there. So the interesting thing is that Twitter argued that Elon Musk actually is the one who breached the deal Mm. and that the request that he was making to them under the, the merger agreement, like you're allowed to make reasonable requests for information in order to help close the deal, but he was making these unreasonable requests. And even though they didn't need to hand him the data that he was requesting under the agreement, they still, you know, in good faith, tried to bend over backwards. That was kind of the word um, to get him this information. Um, But really that this, you know, idea that, that Twitter violated, violated the agreement is like it, 
it's not true. And that he just kind of devised this exit strategy to sort of tank the deal because, you know, Tesla's stock has been falling. A lot Mm -hmm. of his personal wealth is tied to that company. And when the market started to take a turn for the worse, he wanted some sort of escape. And there wasn't a lot of wiggle room in the agreement. So what he did is, is he kind of conjured up all these like legal arguments that they say don't really will hold up in court. And, you know, he tweeted disparaging remarks at um, like the poop emoji at the Twitter CEO, (laughs) tried to explain spam bots, and that was a violation of the deal. And so they're asking the court to enforce the terms of the deal. And they're basically trying to make the argument that you know, the threshold for getting out of the deal was really high to begin with. Mm-hmm. And Musk is kind of really grasping at straws right now when it when it comes to trying to find some way out of the out of it because he's just he's really just worried about actually paying $44 billion for the company. Right. I and mean, ultimately, is this is that what it's about? Because this is a big turnaround from when Elon Musk, you know, made that offer, said he wanted to come in and fix Twitter, preserve free speech, all this stuff. Uh, is it now just sort of down to he's afraid that he just doesn't have the money for this because his his value, his wealth has been diminishing during the uh, the last couple of months of, of uh, stock declines? I mean, it's hard to really say because Elon, it's, Elon Musk is a very unpredictable character. So you never really right. know what's going on in his mind. But, you know, some of the legal experts I talked to say that um, trying to back out of a deal that that has happened in the past before. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that's used as sort of a, a bargaining chip to get the sales price at a lower point. And Elon has said that he thought that a lower sales price wasn't out of the question but Twitter has repeatedly said in statements and told me that no, like $54.20 and 20 cents per share, that's the price that Elon had proposed and said was the best and final. And that's the price that they're going to close the deal at. So this could be like some tactic by Elon Musk to get the price lowered to the point that he wants, because at this point with the economic, you know conditions worsening, Mm -hmm. it might have seemed like an okay or a a good deal a couple of months ago, but now it it seems like a a bad deal from a financial perspective for someone like Musk. Right. So what happens now? What what are some of the possible scenarios? I mean, you talked about a possible renegotiation, but what what are some of these options and how, how does this all kind of play out? So the next step, usually when somebody files a lawsuit, is that the defendant, which in this case is must, will have to to answer the complaint. So we'll see some of the, maybe like the counter arguments that Musk's team team makes in um, their answer to the complaint. Um, and Twitter has also said that they want this whole process to be sped up because the more they kind of wait on this, the more Elon Musk could sort of bully his way or try to bully his way out of this. And um, that can affect stockholders. 
and Twitter as a company. And so what they're asking for is this four-day trial in September to get this done. And so one possibility is that they, you know, get the deal done at the price that they had earlier agreed on and the court rules in favor of Twitter. Um, you know, this all sort of has to come out through the discovery process and, Another possibility is that the court rules in Musk's favor, although Elon doesn't appear to have the upper hand at this point, um, mm-hmm. and he walks away. Um, maybe he walks away with paying $1 billion breakup fee. Um, maybe he gets the price renegotiated lower and they settle. Um, and then after all of this, it still needs to be approved by shareholders and there needs to be regulatory approval. So this seems like a really, you know, big, long road for both parties. And it's already been such a huge headache for everyone. Absolutely. And just as a reminder, listeners, that if the original breakup fee for this was $1 billion, I'm curious what sort of the odds are when you, when you talk to folks, is it more likely that Elon ends up having to pay that breakup fee or could Twitter successfully, I guess, sued a force must to pay the $44 billion to buy Twitter? And, and would that be kind of an awkward arrangement? So the legal experts that I spoke to said that they think it's like the more likely option is that the sales price gets renegotiated mm. and maybe he walks away with a lower sales price. Um, but when I talked to them, that was before the complaint was filed. So, you know, there's Twitter definitely came out swinging in terms of citing some of the tweets that Musk had said, saying um, it's kind of hypocritical, his whole exit strategy, because this man had said that the reason why he wanted to buy Twitter was to defeat the quote unquote spam bots. And now he's saying that he can't buy Twitter because there might be too many spam bots. Mm. Um, That just doesn't sort of add up. But there's been cases like, you know, Tyson and the meat distributor, when they purchased the meat distributor IBP, um, there's been cases where companies have been forced to continue on with a, a merger agreement, even though they've wanted to back out because of whatever reason, because the hurdle is just so high once you sign on the dotted line. Right, right, right. Uh, so just, uh, I guess, near term, like, what are you expecting as sort of the next big thing to look for from this feud? Well, you always got to watch to see what Elon Musk tweets. Um, (laughs) I think the last thing he said, oh, the irony. Um, And I don't know if that was a reference to the fact that both of them have accused each other of the same thing, um, essentially. Um, But, you know, just kind of watching out for what he says um, and also what his legal team says in response and what evidence they will try to present in their answer. Because the the complaint Twitter filed was 62 pages long and and included a lot of details that we didn't see before, mm-hmm. um, including some t- like a text that Musk had sent that tried, to, you know, that w- in which he tried to get like the Twitter CEO and the CFO to back off um, with their legal team. And so a lot of this internal bickering is coming out sort of in the open in these lawsuits. Right. Well, definitely a lot to more, a lot more to look at. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more to come. 
thanks Quinny for your time and for spilling out this this messy messy situation uh, you can check out her story and her explainer on cnet.com if you have any questions ping me on twitter at roger w chang and if you like to her please rate and subscribe to the podcast it really helps us out for the daily charge i'm roger chang thanks for listening